All right, all right. Welcome on back to another episode of Off the Back Fence Sports Podcast. As per usual, you're joined by Woz and Coombsy. Coombsy's got his arms in the air. What's happened, mate? Soda Seville coming in at $8 at, Bell- at Ballarat. Are you betting on the dogs? Yes. Okay, fair enough. No, that's, fu- that's fine. Okay. Um, yeah, we're back after a couple of weeks break. Obviously, we're, we're definitely feeling the pinch. We spoke off, off mic about everything that's been going on in the world. Um, last week was a bit of a tough week for both of us, so we canned it. But back. Bit to talk about, though, mate. We've got a plethora of things to talk about. We've got football, both AFL, rugby league, football in the sense of soccer over in the UK. Uh, Smithy was in the golf, so we can touch on that. Virgil van Dyke looking sexy as hell. No, we're not going to – this is not a pro-Liverpool podcast, mate. We are across the board on everything. We're not going to just focus solely on the team that has won two games. Well, did you pants Norwich? Is that what happened? 3-0. Yeah, fair enough. Was that first or second round? First game, Burnley 2-0, Chelsea this week. Oh, you're gonna lo- you're gonna lose to Chelsea. It's fine. Um, <laughs> let's jump into a bit of the football news, anyway, mate. Um, we got to win. Yeah, we got to win. Third win yeah. of the season. I promised three wins for the back end. I called yes. it. Yeah, no, you did. The, no, the we- man with no clues had some big takes this year. And I think I'm. I'm nearly 50-50 with me takes for some of the calls this year. Yeah, I think so too. It's good. Um, yeah, a bit of a weird win. I was there. It was probably the last home game I'm going to make. I'm not going to make the Knights game in two weeks' time, unfortunately, due to uh, being on holiday, surprisingly, in this lockdown country. Um, yeah, a bit of a weird win, obviously, up at half time, but then at half time, you can definitely feel that it's a team that can lose it from here. Um, they held it together, though, which is really good. Um, Reece, the thing was the Warriors scoring five tries to four and still losing is just baffling to me. Um, Reese Walsh obviously ch- choking, like couldn't happen to a nicer bloke, unfortunately. But wish him all the best. Um, it's good. It's a good. I feel like it's a good vibe. We're pushing to the right end of the season now. We got two games to go. We got the Sharks this week. Knights in two weeks' time. Like those two games are definitely winnable in, in this sense. Yeah, it's like. Sharks game is going to be interesting because Sharks going to be hungry for a final spot. But the Knights games, we could really be a spoiler there. Definitely. Like, it's coming into the pointy end going into finals in three weeks' time. Um, I think from 7th to 11th currently are all in the mix. I think the teams you can definitely rule out are the Dogs, who have got the spoon essentially. Us, Cowboys... We're above the Cowboys, which I'm pretty pumped about. Tigers. Tigers. Yeah, and the Tigers. Um, And the Dragons, sorry. The Dragons shit himself when they had that stupid barbecue the other month. Um, But, yeah, so from 7 to 11, there's definitely some scenarios that can happen. I think the Warriors are still currently in the mix. I don't know if that's true or not. Could be wrong there. Um, But, yeah, we can definitely play spoiler in that last game. Other results... Like nothing more, like much to write home about from last round. Like the storm got up, they kept rolling. They're going for their twentieth all time all time record this weekend uh, for twenty straight wins in a season. Uh, Seagulls got up over the Raiders, which was quite entertaining. Rabbitohs, I felt, got done against the Panthers. Like you, I'm sure you've got a choice, a few choice words for your boy Jerome. Oh, just fuck off! Just go <laughs> fuck off. Uh, the Sharkies had a good win over the Tigers. Like the Tigers. I feel like they need to get rid of Madge. It's like just that. an ugly marriage. 
Yeah, yeah currently. Stay together for the kids. That's the only way you can describe it. Definitely. Knights got up over the dogs by six points. It wasn't that big of a win. Eels got a win. They broke their four-week slump over the cows. Uh, Roosters beat the Dragons at Clive Berghofer in Toowoomba. It was good to see Toowoomba back on the main box on Sunday afternoon. Reminds me of the old Q Cup days, which is great, of the old Clydesdales. Yeah, they haven't been going since 2006. Did you know that? They've just Uh, stopped. Yeah. I remember, like, Brett Seymour, like, all the, like that's when like Broncos was at the peak. That that was definitely the, one of the better feeder clubs for us coming through. It was a lot of great talent coming through that Toowoomba club. But yeah, it's it's tough. Yeah, definitely tough. I lost my train of thought there. Anyway, ah, uh, this round, this round. Anyway, uh, penultimate round before the last, obviously twenty fifth round before finals kick off in a couple of weeks. Um, quick wrap. Let's do it. Knights yep. versus the Titans, Sunshine Coast Stadium at Kiwana. Is it at Kiwana? Yep, Kiwana. Yep, Kiwana. beautiful. Uh, Knights versus the Titans. So this has actually got a lot of implications for the final, 7th v 9th. Titans are favourites with the bookies. Yeah, they're up. they're only marginal though by ten cents. So they're they're paying a dollar eighty five over a dollar ninety five. So it's pretty even at the current sense. I feel uh, Holbrook's been big braining it currently with bloody Fafita coming off the bench into after twenty minutes. I felt like he should have been on starting against the Storm, but like the damage was already done when he came on, so yeah. I don't know what to pick with that. Um, give me the Titans. Actually, no, it's, oh, I don't want to tip this one. I've gone the Knights, but I'm the man who's winning the tipping comp out of us. Yeah, well, actually, next year we're definitely going to have a record of this. I feel like I there's a couple re- of sh- I feel like there's a couple of shoddy results here. I'm running I- away. Yeah, I think everybody has given up on that. <laughs> sorry, sorry to burst your bubble, mate. Wait, I was winning like six rounds ago. We cared it off. Like, I think I called it a May. Oh yeah, yeah. That <laughs> traditional. I tipping, missed the first three rounds of the tipping. Traditional tipping for me just doesn't doesn't excite me at all. I'm sorry. Like, I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it. If there's no money on the line. I'm not going to care. So, it is what it is. Um. All right, I will tip. I'll go the Titans. I'll just give them. I'll give them the Titans the straight up. Uh, Friday evening double header. So the first game is at BB Print Stadium up in Mackay. New Zealand Warriors versus the Canberra Raiders. Eleventh versus tenth. Also got implications for finals. I guess. Um, I think the Raiders definitely need to win here. They're uh, the bookies' favorite, a dollar forty-five. Uh, give me the Ray. Actually, no. Give me the Warriors for the upset. Yeah, I've gone the Wazers here. Good pick, I reckon. Therefore, uh, they're still winning with a chance to make the finals. It like uh, as soon as two of Arsashek left, I thought that as soon they would have they would canned it. Essentially, they said, "Let's just get through these last games. Let's get back to New Zealand. Let's quarantine and let's have a bit of a life before we go back." Apparently, there's word. Don't quote me on this, but I did see something that the Warriors may be based out of New, uh, not New South Wales, out of Brisbane next year if things don't improve. So I think right. as, that, as I think a, the Warriors the if the Warriors get to play in New Zealand next year, they don't travel at all. That yeah. should be way Oh, yeah. I'm definitely of the opinion that if 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 the NRL was any type of forward-thinking organisation, they would say to the Warriors, you're not travelling, but the only way you're travelling is to go into regional areas around New, New Zealand to really promote the game. 
like go to 12, 15,000 seater stadiums or whatever they are, parks, whatever. But as long as you're promoting the game of rugby league and having players go there, I think it, that would be the best solution going forward. It gives them opportunity to recoup some of the losses too as a team. Like they're, they're definitely not getting like they're they're getting the raw end of the deal being over here. Like the amount of money that they would have can, like gone through to keep the team over here. Like essentially, they could have just canned it for the year and throw the comp in disarray. But yeah, I think I like I would like that, but no one's forward thinking. Other game on Friday nights, uh, Suncorp. Roosters versus Rabbits, the oldest rivalry in the sport. Rabbitohs are a dollar twenty-five favorite. I think both both teams are resting players um, going into the final round. What the, what are the um, Roosters running out the North Sydney Bears? Well, I was was re- recently or literally just at the pub just before we started recording, and it popped up on I think three sixty. And the Roosters can make a 13-man side of the unavailables that they currently have out. That's unbelievable. Like, they're trotting out bloody Brad Abbey on the wing. Oh, Lachlan Lambs at centre. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, Lambs at centre. they got Drew Hutchinson and Walker in the the halves. Brad Abbey's on the wing. Dale Coakley broke his foot. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Like... Verrills is starting at hooker. Isaac Liu's at lock because Radley's a fucking moron. Like like Ben Thomas, Fletcher Baker, they got the I like there's it's strange. Like I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure South were resting Cook. He's still named in the side, but Oh my god. Like they they're going into the final round. Like they're hoping to rest this round to go into the final round fighting for it because the Roosters are in that precarious spot of being in the fourth and fifth where they can go from having two bites of the cherry to being knocked out in the first round by number yeah. eight team. So uh give me the rabbits though, they'll they're just too strong at the moment. Like I felt like they were hard done by the, some of the calls last week against the Panthers, but but I think I'll go with the Rabbitohs. Yeah, I'll probably take the Rabbitohs. It's a simple one there. Saturday afternoon. Uh, so you got the doubleheader a bit later, but the first game is in Brown Park at Rockhampton. Back to regional areas. Uh, Dragons versus the Cows. Uh, it would have been a homecoming for Benny Hunt. Uh, however, he obviously he's been out injured. Dragons are still favourite $1.65, but I... <laughs> I'm probably. I don't want the Cowboys to finish above Broncos, but I'm taking us to win against the Sharks. So I'll give the Cows the win here. I just don't think the Dragons are that good, and it's, it's a terribly running organization for this year. Oh yeah. The amount of shit that has come out about this club with like the barbecuing, and recently Anthony Griffin saying he was considering DeBellin as captain of the club. Like that's come on. Pretty- I've taken the Cowboys here. It's just. Yeah, I, I I got nothing else for this game. I see uh, the double- Cowboys turning around the <laughs> losing streak sooner or later. Oh, you can only hope they haven't. So Jake Clifford left two months ago. They haven't won since. It's been eight games. Unbelievable, hey. Tommy Dearden's nearly a full season without tasting victory yet. I don't think Tommy Dearden's had a win in NRL since 2019. He hasn't won the game yet. No, no, no. He won a game off the bench for the Broncos oh. in his first three games. So. 
that narrative is definitely gone, but he hasn't won a game since 2019. Uh, first of the doubleheader at Suncorp on Saturday, Sharkies versus the Broncos. Uh, Sharks are favorite dollar fifty. Give me the Bronx. Got a feeling. Yeah, got Broncos. Boys play yeah. well. Home, yeah. home thing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Milford away, away. Technically, or technically away. You're right. Um, but we had the we had the um, we had the Sharks measure last game. We did. That was the game I missed. They've got us. Um, yeah, they've got to stop playing. Um, oh no, that's the Warriors. I was thinking. The Warriors are going to stop playing Chad Townsend. Oh, the fact that he actually went to the Warriors to think that he's going to have a decent starting gig. He's just – I'm laughing at the Cowboys currently for him being paid 850 I think, for the three seasons, for the next three seasons for the Cows. I just do not know what Peyton's doing. Um, very frustrating to see. Um, but, yeah, give me the Bronx. I've got a good feeling about him. Milford last week, he, he was a bloke of no expectation, no pressure. So, like, I feel like he's going to finish strong. Also, his 150th game for the club or NRL, I think, um, yeah. which is quite good. So, hopefully, he turns it out. And Albert Kelly's been electric since being back in the squad. Um, so, very, very happy with that. Uh, the main event on Saturday evening for the NRL is... The Storm versus the Eels. First versus six. This is the Storm that's going for the 20th straight win. Uh, they're a dollar seven favorites against the Eels. Right. Do we? I feel like I'm going to give them a 20 point head start against this Eels side. I'm gonna. I'm very surprised that Nico Hines has gone straight back to the bench so quickly. I I can actually I can understand it. Because I can understand it now that I thought like he's not here next year, but in my head, I think the Storm evolved as a better team with that with him at the back. Yeah, like he, I think he has a bit more ball playing than Pappenhausen does currently, which is fine. But since Pappenhausen's been back and been on the bench, it's been a weird thing seeing like trying seeing Bellamy try to have them both in the side at the same time. It makes no sense. Hookers playing one and two. well, that's the thing. The bench for Melbourne, I'm pretty sure, was Harry Grant's 14, Nico Hines 16, and they got two bench forwards. So it's incredible what Bellamy is doing with the cattle he's got. So you can see Brandon Smith becomes the other back rower, which I think suits him quite well. I think after the first two games, where he's maybe a little bit out of touch. Fitness-wise, playing full-time hooker, I think the fact that Grant's back now and can fill, slot in, like I don't mind Grant getting those small minutes because it's actually getting him back into a bit of shape rather than getting injured all the time playing nine, uh, eighty minutes. Um, but get me the storm, like they'll they'll shit this in. Uh, I think the Eels are falling off a cliff. Like they're currently sixth. I don't. I think they can drop as low as seventh. I think. But yeah. <laughs> I don't think the Broncos of 2019. I don't. I I can't see Parramatta getting absolutely bundled out of the finals. I can see him going out in straight sets in the first round. But uh, final two games, uh, double header on the Sunday afternoon at Redcliffe Morton Daly Stadium, home of the proud Redcliffe Dolphins. You've got the first game at 150, which is the Manly Sea Eagles versus the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs. Eagles are a dollar three favourites. Uh, Travojevic is back after being rested last week against the Raiders. Um, that'll sco- that, it'll be Manly 13 plus Travojevic first any time and last probably. Oh, mate. I've got him at 30 plus in the tipping, 30 points margin in the tipping. 
oh, well, you'd be stupid not to have anything from there onwards because the Bulldogs aren't showing anything. So, yeah, there's not much to write home about this game. Give me the Seagulls plus a lot. Uh, last game of the round, Panthers versus West. Panthers are a dollar three. So the two, so the last three games, the favourites are a dollar seven and a dollar three. Uh, Panthers are a dollar three. West are thirteen dollars. Uh, Panthers had a good win last week, even though they had a bit of the rub of the green. You're not a Panthers fan, so we're not going to touch on this. I don't think too much longer. Um, but no, yeah, I think, the, uh, uh, and plus Dewey f- has gone home for West Tigers. I think he's yeah. getting scans on his knee, yeah, which is ACL, sad. Yeah. yeah, which is a shame because he's been their their best player. Um, he should be he should be the captain next year, but hard to see. Uh, other NRL news from what we've seen so far: uh, the three bids, uh, three bi- Brisbane bids uh, went into. Well, I don't know if it was QRL and NRL headquarters yesterday uh, to pitch their uh, new franchises. So it's the Redcliffe Dolphins bid, Ipswich bid, and the Brisbane Firehawks, which is technically Brisbane East, uh, East Tigers. I, I'm i of the opinion that there, sh- there could be a Brisbane team, a second Brisbane team as the next franchise. I still think they should be going elsewhere, but... Like we said previously, there's no real foresight in this competition or administration, so there's no chance of this happening. Um, I think the early on favourites are Redcliffe because they have the facilities, and I think Brisbane East, even though I, if switch in that Western Corridor would probably be ideal to bring a lot yeah, more demographic in. I think just the Redcliffe Dolphins, this infrastructure-wise, are set. Yeah, Redcliffe, like you, you, like if anybody gets a chance to watch the Sunday games, and you will see a clubhouse that's built at one end where you can sit on the deck, sink in schooners, and watch some football. Like it's it's been ready made. Like I'm pretty sure that every bid has decent cash, so there's no issue with that. I think it's just the case of whether the broadcasters will come to the party to yeah. broadcast another. Game. And I think they're worried about now because what the last two years the broadcasters hemorrhaged cash. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. They they hemorrhaged cash for those two months that the uh, that the pandemic started last year where we had the break. Yeah. But at the same but at the same time it got re- renegotiated at a better at a better rate for the broadcasters last year. So, say what you will about that, but uh, I'm still of the opinion that Perth needs to get a franchise. I think. It's like not a person, real tricky one. Well, they've done it with the rugby union, and I feel like they got they lost that because Rugby Australia at this at that time had to keep everything quite close. I feel financially because they were on the bears of their arse. But with, like we've done nines over there, I'm pretty sure we've can done some like we've done games over there. The fans are there. It's just yeah. There's just no I, foresight. I don't know if the infrastructure, like not the grassroots levels there. Yeah. But it'd be the exact same thing as what's happened with Melbourne where they brought the team there in, what, 98, 99, whatever that was, and they've built it into something now where it can actually – it's not competing with AFL because AFL will be king in Victoria all the time. Yeah. But it's, it's built something that – yeah, like I'm pretty sure Melbourne have put through a couple of the juniors that have gone through the rugby league ranks in Victoria through to the first grade team. Like that's a that's a success. Uh, so it, it's it's I think it's just not thinking that it'll be a long slog. 
Like they don't want that. They want something ready-made now. And a second Brisbane team does scream that because everything is there. It's mad rugby league here in southeast Queensland. I just don't like the Firehawks as a name. Like it's been taken from another. Like I think East Tigers, but there's another tight. Like that's the thing. It's the Seagulls, but I don't know. It's it's such a tricky, tricky thing with franchising and expansion. I still think the North Sydney Bears should be back in the comp, but that's just my old heart singing that. Yeah. But like, plays the Brisbane Bears. Throw it back to the AFL <laughs> days. Well, they, I think a lot of people want the Gold Coast to rebrand as the Bears, but I don't know how much merit that has. Um, other than that, not much else news. Uh, news Suncorp got the grand final. It was given to from the uh, NRL to Queensland, essentially, for keeping the comp running. Like I was saying off mic, it was worded as if it was given to us as a reward where we didn't have to bid for it. I think that's a slap in the face considering the comp kept running. Mm. But have it what you will. Apparently, that's going to be the case. Uh, the grand final at Suncorp at, in October. I would love to go, but I don't think I'm going to be making that one. I'd love uh, to go too. Yeah, I know you. You'd like to do a lot of things currently. I'd love to just go to a sporting game. Oh, no, I actually love just go have dinner, go out for dinner with my partner. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. I'm in prison. We're in prison. <laughs> I know. I know. We talked about this off mic and it sucks. Like we're, like we're both – I think we're both at a different levels of frustration, you being locked down and just me up here just in constant fear of what could happen. Hmm. But either way, let's we'll get away from that because we, we're too much sad sacks to talk about that. Um, 2021 fan poll came out. I think that was today. Yeah, Wednesday today. came out at 6 p.m. Uh, no surprises, team of the year. You had Teroyer at your fullback, Cody Walker at six, Cleary at seven. Uh, big surprise for me, the uh, the back rowers were Papa Lee from Parramatta and David Fafita. They were both above Angus Crichton, which I think has been one of the form second rows for a long, long time. Um I, and obviously that is a fan vote. Um, other than that, pretty much straightforward. You had Haas and Fisher-Harrison, the prop. Brandon Smith's been the best hooker, which isn't surprising. Uh, best coach is Bellamy. Like What he's done with Melbourne, shuffling them around from being in Queensland, back to Melbourne, back to Queensland, all that. I thought Trent Robinson's my coach of the year for me. Yeah, definitely. No, I I agree. I agree with that sentiment too. With the amount of injuries, retirements they've had, definitely. Yeah, like Bellamy. Like Bellamy's great coach. Like he's coaching stars. Like he's man managing. Oh well. yeah. But um, yeah, Trent Robinson just like to be able to pump out a team as competitive. Like all right, the um, within their right, the um, Roosters should have folded. Oh, hundred percent. They should not. They should not be competing currently with like they've like they've still got decent players on the pitch. Don't worry about that. But they're young, inexperienced. But they still have found a way to be in that top four position going into the last two rounds. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a testament. Like, and I got no worries with that at all. Um, I definitely think he can, like the only two that it should be in contention are Bellamy and Robinson. Cleary, he hasn't been good this year for Penrith in my eyes. Like Penrith definitely haven't had the run they had last year where they had zero injuries or origin stars for that matter. Like origin obviously being in the middle of the year definitely screwed them over. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely think it's between those. Um, 
referee's performance was sitting at a three out of five, which I don't. About. I I think it's definitely middle of the road there. I I not refs folding or anything, but there has never been consistency within refereeing for the last I'd say five to ten years. So oh. I can't. I can't get behind it. The one that really frustrates me is, do you believe the NRL six again rule is a positive addition? And still 54% oh. is yes. And this is why I still think our fan base for the NRL are so fucking stupid. It is so bad. And th- this is a comment on the article. It's been a subject of much debate, but according to the fans poll, more than half of them are still in favor of it. However, the honeymoon phase appears to have worn off, giving a whopping 82% of the voters deemed it a positive addition last year. Such a stupid rule. It was shit last year. It was shit this year. It makes no fucking sense and is really, really frustrating as not only a fan, but you can just imagine a team that, like, if you get, like, honestly, you if you had the choice, you were working it out of your own, like, in goal, 10, 20 metres out of your own half. I would take a penalty, no question asked, because at least you're kicking yourself out of trouble, you're resetting yourself, you're having a breather, whereas a six again is just a constant stream. Like, and it's happening, and like, and credit to the teams that do it, they manipulated the rule, and it's because of the interpretation from some referees. Yeah. That's fine. I can deal with that. That's how it's supposed to go. The refereeing, it just hasn't been great. Like, an example, Sunday at the football, that last try for the Warriors, Coates had grounded the ball before Aiken had gotten to it. Yeah. Perinara, I want to fucking shoot into the sun. Like, he was going off a cliff as a referee before he had his heart condition. They moved him into the bunker. He hasn't been good. Like, there is no consistency with that. And it's so bad. But, that, like, the six again, it, I don't think it's been positive. It makes no sense. Give me, a ref, give me a penalty any day of the week. The last two weeks, they've actually gone back on doing more six agains. Yeah. And going they back to the traditional, gone, but it ruined Magic Round. They've yeah. gone away from that within a month. Like it's just stop tinkering. Like it's just this constant, like oh, let's just fix a little bit, and then we overcorrect. It's just like the game was so good. The game at its peak was 15 20, to eighteen, 15 to 18. Yeah, no, I think the best year of football was twenty eighteen, where the top eight was determined by two points. Top four every- teams had top four teams had the same points. Bottom four teams of the top eight had the same points. That's it. Like it was so competitive and it was so fucking good. Yeah. And it's just like um Oh, it's just It is frustrating. frustrating. Other thing like, other, th- other things It is currently. Play. It is like you can like people that do listen to us can definitely see the difference in us podcasting now compared to the start of the season where we're up and about. Like we're barely watching the we're barely watching the sport. Yeah, essentially. Um, some other so things that I know drag to get through to the finals, and then I don't even know if I will watch the finals. I will. I will take an interest in the finals because like there's something on the line then. Yeah, like I'll, I'll probably watch that. But you're right. Like the product is definitely gone. It's decreased in value, definitely for mine. 
Um, mm. Some other notables for me is like, would you like to see an introduction of transfer windows? 63% saying yes. 15% don't care. Obviously, don't, don't have pay attention. enough talent pool to do it. Also, they don't watch American sports where a transfer window fucking rules in free agency. Doesn't yeah. matter if it's free agency or trading, it fucking rules. It would be great to see it. The loan system has worked definitely. So, like, it worked with Harry Grant and Momorowski last year with a straight swap. That was fine. During this little quick bubble, it's working just to help out with the injuries. Exactly right. Like, Ryan James and Horsburgh were playing from for Canterbury over like Canberra like perfect I will have to admit that Kerry Horsburgh in a fucking Canterbury jersey does not look like a fit human being and it does not like it's not the blue and white doesn't help anyone really no Ryan James great in blue and white surprisingly but yeah Corey Horsburgh looks like a like they've pulled some poor prick off the street unfortunately uh, I think that's about it like there's not too much else like should the number of teams change in the RL I think you need to look at expansion to make it more of a glo- like an international competition say what you will mm. um, but I don't think that's the case any further but yeah there's not too much else for NRL anything that you've mi- anything I've missed no nah, like I just kind of I've kind of switched off the last month like I just got really sick of it the blow- constant blowouts probably may not help in like being locked inside, I just like kind of just like, oh, I'm not going to watch it because what's the point? It's just going to be the same thing. I think no, last I- Saturday was like the real thing. Like I turned off watching the second game and I'm watching the Lions game. Yeah, well, that was the more exciting thing. The thing, yeah, I was like, oh, even though the Lions were beating West Coast, there was more on table. Like they had the live ladder on where the. The margin, the uh, percentage was going up and down. Like that was more exciting for me to watch than the um, yeah. NRL. Well, well, that's the thing is, some more, it's mainly set in stone. The NRL, you've got the top four teams that are definitely running away with it. Five to six is sorted essentially. It's two seven to seven to four eleven is where the 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 money is essentially, but. It is what it was. Good segue though. Let's touch on AFL really quickly. They finished their regular season last week. They've skipped the final buy. They've what, sorry? They usually have a buy a week before the finals. For the finals team, they've skipped that this year to go straight oh, to the have- finals in case of um, any Lockdown. lockdowns. Which- right. Right. I'd, there you go. Um, like you mentioned, the Lions got up on, was it Friday night? Saturday. Saturday, was it? Yeah, so they got up. They got the percentage to get into fourth. Uh, Melbourne Football Club, they got the minor premiership on the last kick from their captain. I, that's what I've written down. Is that yep. right? Gwarney. Gwarney got that. So they, they was it their first minor premiership since the 60s? Yep. Yeah, right. Okay, so that's – there you go. Um, well, let, fuck, let's just dive straight into it. So Friday night – Obviously, no buy. So, this Friday night, you got Port Adelaide versus the Geelong Cats, Adelaide Oval. I don't know who's favourite here. <laughs> um, Port Adelaide are. Okay. After Geelong's catap- um, cataclysmic um, last quarter Capi- failure. Capitulation. Yeah, capitulation. Um, there, there we go. Um, yeah, so they'll probably I'll be going Port there because Geelong are an ageing team. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, and plus, Port played at home. Rah, rah, rah. First time in front of fans for the last three yeah. weeks for a couple of teams. Um, yeah, they're all toss of the coin games, really. 
Okay, well, oh, there you go. Bit of bit of competition would help then. Mm. Um, right, I'll take Port. Port at home seems fine. Uh, Saturday, uh, Sydney Swans versus GWS Giants at the University of Tassie Stadium in Tasmania. That's Launceston. From yes, memory, Launceston. I'm assuming the Swans are favourite here. The Swans are favourite, but Tassie is a pain in the ass to play with with the wind and everything. I like a bit. Of, I like a bit of. Um, Chaos. Yeah, so... Agent of chaos. I'll enjoy that. Very, very much so. Um, give me the swans. I'm pretty sure... I saw highlights. I feel like Buddy kicked a, a bag on the weekend. Yeah, and I think Buddy's close to getting the old um, 600. Oh, that's good. No, the um, 1,000. 1,000. Oh, 1, I was going to say 500. 600 seemed very low for him. Yeah, I, was like, I know he kicked 100 in a season, so shit. He's really been <laughs> off the boil for the last 10 years of his contract. Yeah, uh, well, what year of contract is he in? Do we know? He, it'd have to be at least seven. Seven or eight. Jesus, that seems like a long time ago. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think match of the oh, round no, he's for in, Yeah, contract year seven. Oh, shit, there you go. The next year's eight. Yeah. Yeah, because he signed in 2014. Right. There you go. So, 2008. Holy fuck. Righto. Uh, Saturday night. It looks like the first round of the AFL is just based in Adelaide and Tassie. So, um, main much, game. Yeah. Sa- yeah. <laughs> main game Saturday night. Melbourne Football Club versus our Brisbane Lions. 7.30 Adelaide Oval. Fucking go bossy the boys. Vossy and the boys. Yeah, that's what I tell like all. All oh, right, <laughs> everyone down here gives me shit. Like you don't know He's, anything about him. I was like, oh, Bossy and the boys are playing real well at the moment. Oh, very good. Big JB good. up front. <laughs> Fuck. Um, give me the lines. I know. I'm assuming they are underdogs for this. Being Melbourne, being the uh, minor premiers. So give me the lines. And they're also on a roll too. They obviously got the percentage, so they'll be on the high for that. Uh, last game of the round, Sunday afternoon in Launceston, Western Bulldogs versus Essendon Bombers. Now, I saw this a is funny... A dangerous sp- game. Essendon, I, I saw... Um, Bulldogs and a few teams on the way to the finals. Now, did I read a stat the other day where Essendon hasn't won a game since the Sheedy era? Yeah, hasn't won a uh, final since Sheedy... Hasn't okay. won a final at all since Sheedy was coach. Right, okay. So, and then apparently the last finals win for them was back in the 60s also. Yeah. Ridiculous. That's crazy. Give me the dogs, though. I'll take the dogs any day of the week. I'm going to take the um, Bombers here. Bit of, like, they were predicted to be shithouse at the start of the season. I think okay. one rate, a triple M down here said they were going to be lucky to win 10 in a row, 10 games. No winning game, game in the first ten games. And what did they end up with? Ten in a row. Um Yeah, they came back pretty hard. Okay. Oh well, right. they definitely yeah, they yeah, came back very hard and surprised a lot of people. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, f- well good to know there's finals happening already. Like, because I thought that I honestly thought that the AFL lined up with the NRL, but that obviously changed a few years ago. Because that was the ultimate sports weekend. You had the Spring Carnival into the AFL oh. Grand Final plus the NRL Grand Final plus in Queensland. You had the Monday day off. So it worked out really, really nicely. Um, other sporting news. We did have an Aussie in contention at the Northern Trust uh, in New York at the Liberty National Golf Course, Cameron mm-hmm. Smith. 
the other Played goods carry monster round. That third round, sixteen under or whatever it was. Yeah. Or 11 under or whatever it was. It got him to 16 under. And he hit a double bogey. He hit a bogey and a double bogey with it and missed a makeable part for 59. Incredible. He's like He's been on a tear this year, Smithy, which has been really good to see. Um, he was in contention all the way to the final hole. Uh, he got to 20 under, tied with Tony Finau. First tee shot off in the playoff and he double, he's literally hit it into out of bounds, had a provisional, gave Tony three putts to win it and obviously he won it from there so there was no stress in that. Uh, Tony Finau's first win on tour since 2016. Didn't have a beard then. Um, bit of a weight off the back of his shoulder too so apparently there's a voodoo or like a curse or something. Yeah, he won uh, the... Uh, oh, I can't remember. He won something and then he's never won it since... No, and it's the Port- the Puerto Rico Open. Puerto Rico Open, yeah, yeah. It's um, yeah. Apparently, it's a curse of many golfers. If they win it, they go on a bit of a streak where they either get in the top ten for a long, long time before their next tour win. So, um, but yeah, Smithy, I'm very, very unlucky. He said afterwards that his driver has let him down during the year, which is a shame. Um, because everything else in his game has been lights out this year. His irons through to his putting. He's been very, very good. Like, he was just out of contention for the third medal playoff in the Olympics. He's been there all year. So, yeah, a bit of, bit of an unlucky one. He would have lost a fair bit of prize money coming second to that. I think I think, I think, think first. Uh, shout out to our good friend Dougal Lofton, who was there for round two. Good to see he's living the life over there in New York. Yeah, selling Dougal Lofton a real estate agent. Where is he based? Manhattan? Yeah, Manhattan. He's training for... Um, the New York Marathon. Bullshit, is he? Yeah, no, we want. Yeah, we'll talk about that in maybe next week. So, yeah, he's training and fundraising for it. He's <laughs> oh, running dude. a cheeky half marathon a week at the moment. For a bloke that I, I would never have picked to being quite athletic, God, he has done a lot of stuff oh, in his not lifetime. He's fucking athletic. He just. <laughs> One of my favorite memories about me. doing. He fucking literally shits me. Do. <laughs> Dukes, if you are listening to this over in America, literally, I'm, so the first time I met Dougal, it was after a university exam, midterm exam, and he said, oh, mate, I'm going to play rugby. We're short on numbers. Do you want to come for a run? I was like, yeah, sure. Anyway, came off the bench. I played outside center. No no big deal. Dougal's playing fullback. He took an intercept, and I've never seen him, like, no disrespect to him, but he did look uncoordinated running a full length of the field intercept try. <laughs> Mate, I've played, like, I've known him since I was 10, and I've played cricket with him. Guy looks like Paul Adams bowling. <laughs> he got, um, I think, oh, was, oh, junior rule, like, he could only face a certain amount of balls. He faced 50-odd balls and only made four runs. <laughs> like, up. it was painful batting with him sometimes. And, like, there was a joke, like, the last season I played of club cricket in Nambour, I went from being like number 11 batsman and played fourth grade, and then all of a sudden, oh, everyone's like, I'm starting to bat really well. So I'm open in second grade. So it's yeah. the ultimate blow up in history. And, <laughs> and like this time, it's like, we're also like fifth year into seniors. Both of us are sitting in, in, in the slips together just chatting. Um, yeah, just, he's not the most, like, he looks like a human dick when he plays sport. All right, we we'll reach out to Dougal. I reckon we 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 have a chat to him, catch up on all things in America, see how yeah. he's living over in New York, have all fucking places. He's looking for, he's looking for new um, sports 
um, sporting teams to follow. I've told him we to get can, on to the Knicks, Knicks early. We can definitely go through that with him if he, if he wants to come on and talk. We can definitely Zoom with him. I've, to, I've told him to get on the Knicks while they're a budding, budding wagon. Yeah. Well, well, it'd be easy enough to get on the Nets too with Patty Thrills being on the team yeah, now with KD. Oh, that's another thing. He knows someone in New York who's best mates with Patty Mills. Has already said, oh, we can get organized tickets. He's a fucking enigma. This is oh. bullshit. He's also mates with some master chef um, cook as well. Ugh. Who knows? Who was um, Steve Smith's cook while he was in um, the um, US? Oh, it's just okay. fucking dummy. It's really dummy. The man of mystery himself. We definitely need to get him on for a yarn. Yeah. Okay, you reach out to him, see when he's available. We'll definitely do it. Oh. Um, other than that. Uh, Paralympics have kicked off. We're recording on Wednesday night. So that first day of that was today. Pretty sure we got our first gold in the cycling uh, world record also. I think her name was Paige something. Oh, God. We won like, a few today. Have we won a few today, have we? Yeah. There you oh, go. Yeah. Perfect. Well, it, like, it's good that we got the Paralympics back on. Something to think about. Um, yeah, because the Olympics definitely filled a hole during – Definitely during the lockdown period for New South Wales and also uh, definitely down in Victoria too. So uh, Paralympics are on. We'll definitely talk a bit more of that next week. Obviously, it's just kicked off, so we can do a bit of a recap next week. Uh, shall we talk a bit about oh, fist pump? Another, another, win, dog another win. win. Yeah, so at a boy. All right. Podcast. I started at five dollars. At the moment, I'm at one hundred eighty-five. There you go. We we got to start that next year too. I think we if we talked about it this year. We should definitely start the punters club next year. Well, punters club, yeah. Bet with friends. Bet with friends. Sports <laughs> bet. Bet with mates. Gamble responsibly. All that nonsense. Um, a uh, bit of an off one. Uh, Major League Baseball. Uh, Miguel Cabrera hit his five hundredth uh, home run in the majors. Uh, now this is a bloke that's been around for a long, long time. Obviously, we don't talk a lot about baseball, but this is a guy who. Um, quite significant place for Detroit. He is the last player. To, well, he's the, he's the current only player to hit the triple crown and still be playing in in Major League Baseball. The triple crown in baseball is the hitting title, most home runs, most RBIs, batting percentage. So he was the last person to do that in 2012. Just a mainstay of Major League Baseball. So he got his 500th home run last week, uh, this week, sorry, against uh, Toronto, up in Toronto of all places, too. Uh, got a standing ovation there, too. Definitely oh, worth it. Yeah. I may have uh, sneakily. I've uh, Also, during this period, I've gotten back into buying a lot of trading cards. I've actually just bought a Shohei Atani card. Uh, so hopefully that's going to pay some bills in the future. Just a one-off card. Yeah, it's it's. I'll have to show you off my. It's it's basically looks like Super Mario. It's actually a really cool design. Don't care what it's worth. I've been buying retro T-shirts for some stupid reason. Yeah, we could probably do a full thing on all the dumb shit we've bought through lockdown, eh? I bought a tennis racket today. You don't play tennis? No, no, no. I'm going to get into playing tennis because my partner plays tennis. She plays. She plays golf, so I might as well learn how to play tennis. It's not that hard. It's just cricket with a green ball. Oh, you are going to find out some shit about tennis. Um, <laughs> and why don't you, like, you play that? Why don't, why don't you play that? I've got two hundred dollar golf shoes I haven't even worn yet. Those are sick, by the way. 
those Stan yeah. Smith specials. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big fan of those. Um, I was going to say, why don't you play that weird racquetball game that's in encased? Do they have those in Melbourne? What? No, 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 no. It's actually it like it looks like tennis. Oh, right. I'll send you a clip. <laughs> it's it's land tennis and table tennis. Yeah. <laughs> if you get a chance, everybody gets a chance to um, go online and talk and go find the clip with Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg talking about the Olympic sports. It's fucking hilarious. Snoop Dogg trying, like, just saying, tennis was good. Then we added a table. Table tennis. Bam. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, other than that, I don't think there's too much else. No, not too much else. Like, I'm, I'm now unemployed, so I'm just... I'm just trying to deal with all those emotions. Oh, I'm working at a prison and living in a prison. But I can't talk about my work because Yes. We will keep that we'll keep that off mic. This is this is purely for that. Yeah, so finals in the AFL this week. We're into the penultimate round for the NRL this week. Yeah, I don't think there's too much else we can talk about this evening. Anything else you want to touch on? No, that's bad all, yeah. Yeah. No, it's good to be back. Good to be yarning. Um Come with a bit more structure next week. We're obviously, yeah, today's been an absolute shit show for me. So, jumping on the mic and trying to figure out something yeah, to talk I'm, about. I'm, tr- I'm reading notes while trying to. Normally, I, I used to have a piece of paper. Now, it's like I've got my phone, like I'm scrolling through Fox Sports News for any other news. English shit in cricket. Coley is a piece of shit. That's about, you know, about it. Java you know, is a legend. Javo is, is a legend. Yes, Premier League. I was about to mention that. Uh, Spurs are a wagon. Good to know. Uh, Liverpool are winning, so that's fine. Um, Chelsea is also fucking really good. Nah. Surprise pack at West Ham winning two from two and leading the comp so far. You don't win. Go you don't win the. You don't win the comp in August, but you know. They'll bottle it. Yeah, of course. Arsenal's la- like second last. I don't care for that. Actually, no, I do care for that. Fuck those guys. Um, I might get up pretty early on Sunday morning or stay up very late for the <laughs> kickoff between Chelsea and Liverpool. That'll be a good game. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to that. I'm very what? much in that. Ca- I'm in that casual fan stage at the moment because I'm, I'm tra- like, I, I've got the ability to travel. I've got a wedding this weekend, so I'm traveling back home for that. Uh, like, I don't know if I'm going to get up to watch Premier League. I will be incredibly hungover after this wedding, I feel. Uh, but, yeah, like Premier League's back. A very good draw for the next – after Chelsea, they've got a very good draw. They could get a good league going here. Very favourable, are you saying? Yeah, very favourable. Big there Verge is back. <laughs> the Big Verge. <laughs> the old version. Oh, Lord. Um, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to – like it's, it, you know what is good to see though, and it'll be in the NFL in a couple of weeks' time. We'll probably touch on that uh, in a couple of weeks' time. But crowds being back is so good; it just makes an event, doesn't it? Oh, mate! Did you watch? Oh, so this is. I watched SummerSlam on um, Saturday, Sunday. Pro it, wrestling is back. You reckon? It is well and truly back. Now they, I'm of I'm of the opinion that uh, like just looking is that the WWE is on the way down down and AEW is on the way up. Yeah, because obviously the biggest pop of the weekend was AEW's Rampage, I think it was, and CM yeah. Punk was back. 
who's a one man sold out a whole show without the promise of actually turning up to the United Center. Incre- incredible. Obviously, the Chicago noise, born. The most noise they've had since Paddy Kane and the boys winning the cup or MJ. Yeah, very true. The Bulls haven't had that kind of response in a long time. Um, yeah, so CM Punk back in res- pro wrestling, I guess. Mm. SummerSlam had what? Lesnar back. Look, also, Lesnar with a man bun does not scare me, unfortunately. He could be the tallest, largest man of all time. If he has a oh, man he bun. A shit, he's still mm. big. He's a frightening human. Oh, he definitely has that, like, scare factor of, like, snapping at any moment and just putting you through a fucking wall. But Yeah. I thought it was... Yeah, the old WWE is struggling at the moment. I think think the old man needs to step away. You'd think so, but, like, he's not going to give that shit up anytime soon. Mm. He's not seen as done now as a wrestler. I think his movie career is too big, and you don't blame him. done the wrong No, not at all. He's done the exact. He's done the right thing in the and that sports entertainment business is like if you got some charisma and some talent, mm-hmm. you can definitely pull it off in the in that in the movie business. So, yeah. but yeah, I think that, that I think that's what they were trying to get. They were trying to get that pop with like a big match at SummerSlam, but yeah, it is what it. Oh, definitely. Well, obviously Lesnar coming back. I think, I think Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman live, shitting himself. A live crowd for wrestling. The pop for a live crowd in wrestling is still one of the biggest sounds. Yeah. We should definitely do a, a six-pack of that in the off-season of the biggest pops in sport. Oh. Biggest pops or sounds. Yeah. I'll start making a list because we're definitely coming up to off-season very, very yeah, soon. We're going to have to yeah, – there's a couple of dry, couple of weeks. Oh, sorry, guys. Well, that was start <laughs> for me. <laughs> You just made me yawn. All right. I think that's our cue to finish it up anyway. Um, Thanks again for listening in, guys. We are back. We say that we're back, but it could be a week. could be two weeks. We don't know. Yeah. Um, I will be on the road next week, so the audio quality will be a bit off, but we'll definitely give it a crack next week while I'm uh, somewhere in Queensland. I don't know where that is at the current time. But, yeah, any suggestions, give us a rating give us some stars whatever the rating system is probably gonna do probably yeah do whatever you just want who cares we're not your dad um we should probably brainstorm some ideas too i'm thinking yeah for off season stuff i think i think off season everybody if anybody's got some suggestions send them through to the instagram page twitter i think i lost the twitter page actually so i need to go back and check that but yeah any suggestions you would like us to do Give us a yell. We're up to up to anything. Dougal, if you're listening, we'll reach out soon, mate. <laughs> yeah, just pass us on to some of your famous mates. Just something. That would be great. <laughs> chat. Yeah, really. It's just life's fucking piece. Life is a piece of shit at the moment. <laughs> it's t- it's tough going. It's tough some going. Some days you just be like throwing yourself in front of a tram. <laughs> Please don't do that. Like. Do you reckon people will just listen to me waffle on for 50 minutes? Ah, uh, but like, no. what, do you reckon people would like to... Oh, I'm just closing my shake packet. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've lost it's, that. We've, we've, we've lost it. Yeah, it's been a long... It's been a long couple of weeks. It really, really has. Again, yeah. No, we definitely need to keep doing it. So, uh, I think we'll finish up there, mate. Anyway, thanks again for listening, guys. Say goodbye, Coomzy. See you guys. Thank you. Thanks again, guys. We will talk to you next week.